0: I felt left out. They're coming out the back door.
1: (laughs) Don't start. Oh yeah,
0: and welcome.
1: (laughs) I saw. i laughing at Alan trying to keep it together. Like, (laughs) oh fuck me.
2: Oh fuck's sake. Sorry, sorry. Have a bit of Keanu's now, please.
0: (laughs) In 2019, a small team of makers escaped from a maximum security psychiatric facility so they could do things their way. Now, these makers have created a podcast to help you do things your way.
2: to the Make Your Own Way podcast. I'm Alan Scannell from Wood by Alan Scannell and my co-hosts are Johnny Allen from Bespoke Bloke Designs and Nate Wiltshire from Simply Ornate. How you doing guys?
3: Hello. Hello folks. How, how are we, we doing? Um, how are we? Oh god. Yeah all right. What you guys been doing?
1: Same shit different day. <laughs> <Same>
3: shit. <laughs> Busy week. Yeah, busy, busy. Yeah. Why? 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 Why's it busy? Like you're running well, your jobs and you're making career at the same time. What and family. You?
1: And so, pastimes and everyone wants a piece of you But yeah.
3: No, it's I good do. Good
1: busy though. Good busy. you know? Um, for me, last week was shit because I put myself under too much pressure and everything I touched turned to shit. This week's a bit better. This week I'm just taking a taking a, I think since I decided to take a bit of a step back and just get what I can done done, I'm I'm I'm
3: I'm more on track now. You know. Yeah. yeah, well that's good. A bit of perspective, see? The podcast the podcast is exactly. doing good. Yeah. yeah. At least for, for one maker. If it's, helped, if it's helped somebody
1: out, it's all worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For all four of
3: our listeners, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we know all by name. It's good. Yeah, there's three of us. <laughs> and sharky, and Sharky, sure yeah.
0: Sharky's
3: question time. Well, I, I've had a busy what
0: week. Were you, what are yeah. you all
1: up to this
3: week, so? Uh, I'll say I've had a busy week. It's been sort of pretty standard. um Made a new knife. I got, I got like, it's been knife week. I had like two, no, three custom knife orders come in. Uh, so I've got to get those done. And I decided to make a, a new uh, gray handled gaito as well. Um, and I had, I booked into this thing like a little while back, a Chilton food magazine did a thing on me, which was quite, quite interesting. Like having someone in the workshop and yeah, a, yeah, that bit, was quite, yeah.
1: they got some great shots here.
3: Yeah, they did. And I'm actually using it all for my website now, the, all the yeah, new shakes. Good. So it's going to look very swish. But off the back of that, uh, this walking group got into contact with me and said, oh, we'd like to do a little walk around your village and then come and meet the maker afterwards. And I said, oh, yeah, why not? Because like, that's my philosophy in life. Like, never pass up an opportunity. You never know where it's going to go. And so they, I forgot about that after that. And then they they turned up today. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> surprise I, I had a couple of days notice just to, so I decided the I, workshop up like a mad thing how many of them was there 15 holy shit yeah I know <laughs> I was like if I didn't feel uncomfortable with one bloke in my workshop 15 bloody hell oh. They all come pouring in through the back gates it was um it was interesting and are they actually makers or no. are they just interested in it oh they're just interested so they're rough ramblers and <laughs> they just come oh, that's around cool yeah and they just come for a sticky beak yeah. see what yeah. they can find um yeah, but like, so, it's because you could get some orders out of that as well uh, you know follow uh, on from it well that's the kind of thing i thought i thought you know you never know where these things are going to go yeah um, yeah so i got i've got an old, like a big old stainless steel tea urn, and i made them all tea and bought them all biscuits and everything and they came around they looked around the workshop they they said oh that's very nice they drank all my tea and um I ate all my biscuits and you fucked, fucked off without buying anything so that's <laughs> <laughs> she said do you want I me to reimburse the you... tea it was what like, what, like, I spent like a pound 50 on ginger nuts and fucking coffee what <laughs> uh, you might um,
1: you'd never know where it might lead you to you
2: know yeah but yeah. one of them could go home and say it to their husband or wife Jesus mm-hmm. if he went to this guy today yeah. and he's got a cool kill of knives and then you might get an order in then you know
0: yeah, you never nice. know
3: I'll tell you what, it's nice though. I mean, I, I managed to blitz and sort out my workshop, organize materials and stuff this week, leading up to that. So everything looks a bit more, you know, professional. <clears throat> so it's so, good. Yeah, and it was nice to see people in real life again. It give good. it a day, yeah, give
1: it a day or two, and it'll be back to shit again, will it?
3: Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, that's how I work, right? That's surrounded in crap, and that's that's why I work best. Yeah.
1: What about you? Al? you had a uneventful we'll say call it week in your world
3: ah yeah well
2: i i I was a back on shift uh i was on all, all over a weekend and i was supposed to start my paternity leave on monday but the doctors had changed that so i changed my paternity leave so i had to work two nights but uh I did get um, a bit of work done in the workshop. I finished the other pen that you had sent me the blank for. That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah. that's very cool.
2: I managed to shoot and edit a video very quickly and mm-hmm. um, put it up on YouTube and make my announcement that I'm very close to 1,000 followers, and when I reach it, I'm going to give away one of the pens.
0: What is So what do uh, now? Uh,
2: uh, I didn't check today. Last I checked, it was like, Two seventy something. So it's yeah, it's not far off. Like you know, cool. no. awesome. I mean, no, I, I,
1: mean I, no. I meant um, uneventful, as in there was no sign of uh, the new member oh, the ba- of the family.
3: the, ba- no. the new, the new wood turner. Yeah.
2: No. Uh, yeah. No. No sign yet. So um, the next week or so should be
3: should should have a little arrival at some point. Oh, oh, let's should we see if we can guess, like, it might happen, like, in this next hour, like, now! <laughs> <laughs> well, if you imagined. see me jumping up and running off, then you'll know. <laughs> that would be magic, wouldn't it? If I actually just, like, yeah. now, I'll, I'll snap my fingers, now! <laughs> and then, the two of you are left to do a podcast with no questions. Oh, God, don't do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It'd be
2: funny. Fr- They'll be frantically looking at their phones. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, yeah, now making wise, I, I did get to do me, me pen and stuff this week. So that, that was fun. And I did get to edit a video and it hasn't been something that I've done in a while. So that was fun to put out there and get it done. And, um, and yeah, no, that, that, that's been my week, really. I only just finished sh- night shifts yesterday. I was knackered yesterday, so I didn't do anything. Today I had to go and clean a load of black mold from windows of the house which was fun
0: yeah.
2: and <laughs> so yeah no that that's that's my week so far how about you johnny did you, what were you at this week you were on work as well were
1: you i was working yeah i got uh, i got a nice bit done today though i burnt out a grinder um a makita grinder uh, i don't know what day it was but i burnt that out so that was fun um and the fact that I burnt out my Dremel as well there, what was it, two weeks ago? Oh, yeah. Um, so the two of them were fucked out in the garden. Um. So I picked up, uh, what do they call it, a die grinder? You know, the, it's a two yeah. die grinder. Just. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what, just for what I'm doing, it's perfect. Um. And it's funny because that grinder that I burnt out is a Makita grinder. And I only have it about a year. And I have a Bosch grinder, which I have about 10 years. Mm. And I'm back to the Bosch grinder again. It's just that, that Makita just wasn't up to scratch. So, yeah. fuck you, Makita.
3: Yeah, I had a nine-inch Makita grinder, which burnt out in two seconds flat once. Bag yeah, they're shrimp. not. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, a bag the
2: of Makita used to be fantastic, but I don't yeah, know yeah. what's
0: happened
2: in the last few years. Yeah. I mean, like, I if, if a Makita the drill there, it must be 10 years old, I'd say. Yeah, and it's, yeah. It's, Going
0: like
1: a power horse. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Like I have to say, I have a Bosch uh, hammer action drill, corded drill, which I have about fourteen years, and the thing, the amount of work that drill has done for me is ridiculous. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's never yeah, misses. Some, some
2: tools just pay for
1: themselves, don't
2: they? Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. And I have a a Bosch um, orbital sander as well, and it <clears> never <throat> skips a beat. Brilliant, brilliant piece of kit. But,
3: yeah, I've got I've got that Bosch SDS one with it. You can turn it into a chisel. It's only like the it's a small yeah. one. That thing's well, knocked down houses, mate.
1: Yeah, I've, I've, I'm not joking. <laughs> I've I suppose the older version of that. It's a big big fucking monster of a thing. But Jesus Christ, it's brilliant.
3: Yeah.
1: Really good drill. But yeah. yeah, today um today I finished up two. Well, I didn't finish them up. I finished up two blade blanks, and um I have those ready now to go into the forge. Possibly Sunday because I'm working again tomorrow. Um, if, I have a, if I have a bit of time, maybe on Sunday. Um, but more than likely, it'll be Monday. So just trying to get through them, trying to knock them out, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like you, you. You're, you're pottering away at it, though. You're getting there, like, and as you yeah, say, I you don't want to sacrifice the quality, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm just chipping away. I'm
3: just, you know. Um, that's that's, um that's when it becomes that kind of repetitive process that you just gotta get stuck into and do one thing at a time that's Uh, that's the most efficient way of doing it even though i can't do that and always have to leap ahead and finish one or two so it's just to (laughs) get those little wins but it is better
1: to. I, i think the way that i'm doing it it's going to be a case of i'm going to have only the knives that i've already completed up until maybe a week and a half before it so maybe another week and a half to two weeks, and then all of a sudden I'll be into finishing knives and it'll be boom, 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 one after the other, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's just the way that I'm doing them. I'm I'm doing them all, and I'll be finished all around the same time. So it's all I can do, you know. Mm. But I've ordered. I've ordered a few other bits. I ordered my new business cards, my new website address on them. It's not cool. live yet, but um, I needed the cards, and today I ordered a a table. Tablecloth, I suppose you call it. It covers the whole table and has my logo on the front. Oh, cool! Um, so I ordered that today. So hopefully that'll be here in time. Oh, I did the Sweet. box as well. Did you
3: see that box? Yeah, it's all the it? boxes. You've got me on yeah, the photo yeah. as well.
1: So that's another little thing, another edition that I'm going to be bringing. So I've ordered ten of those. Um, they're meant to be delivered the day before the show. <laughs> we'll see. Oh,
0: wow! <laughs>
1: yeah, so.
0: That'll be we'll another see. little bit of
1: pressure. <laughs> another little bit of pressure. But do you know what? Because I'm using the torch, I mightn't even torch the ones when they arrive. It all depends on when they arrive. Um I'll see, it's all down to time. I'm not I'm not gonna rush rush them, you know. So
2: You can also bring the torch witches to the show.
3: You're gonna be sitting around for a while uh, and just do yeah. them there. Yeah. That's yeah. a great yeah. shout. People love a bit of fire. Yeah, they yeah. do, yeah. 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 So, once you've torched them, what do you do with them then? Do you wax them or well, I, I that one that I just did, I, I branded it
1: first and then I torched it because I wanted a torch, would say, up to the brand but didn't want to hide my brand with the torch, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and that one, I half, because that's only a test piece, so I did half of it with um, a spray-on varnish and half of it with a wax. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: To be honest, the varnish actually looks a bit better. It looks mm. a bit, you know... <laughs> It gave a better finish, um, but I didn't. I didn't spend a whole lot of time on the wax. I didn't, you know.
3: Yeah, wax will take a little bit longer. It
1: does take a little bit longer, and I didn't spend the time on it, so that could be down to that. Uh, and I have an old box which is smaller, but I just want to test out because um, I have some of that that Osmo that Osmo yeah. hard wax. You know that I was, stuff.
3: I was just I was just about to say yeah hard wax oil it because that yeah. is just easy and just you get great results out of that
1: yeah i have some of that from that table that i did last day so i still have three quarters of a tin of that so i might try that as well on one of the, the other boxes just to see
3: uh, it kind of stabilizes it a bit as well so sometimes does, yeah, you get yeah. that chart that charring coming yeah. off that, that'll stop that. like it,
1: it's good stuff it's i i've i've heard people giving out about it but i've also heard people raving about it and what i found is you need to put it on really really fucking thin really thin yeah
3: yeah, you know? yeah. wipe it off yeah
1: exactly you need to just basically show the tin to the fucking table and mm-hmm. then put it away again you know yeah. um and then it works best so
3: I, mean, I use tretex which is you know it's the same all in all it's really the same sort of stuff but yeah yeah And I, I bought i think i bought a five liter just because i was using so much of it yeah. I'm, nev- I'm never i'm never going to get through that yeah it lasts forever last forever yeah
1: and is that, um, is that one of those that you need to really mix it as well before you use it
3: because it'll separate? Um, if it's a matte, if it's matte, then yeah, because okay. um, the, the stuff it's got some like really fine particles in it, um, the matte, so they they settle to the bottom. So if you don't mix it, you just get gloss. Yeah, I so, noticed... you don't, so you don't bother mixing it, and then you just get
1: <laughs> yeah, <you're getting>
3: gloss. <laughs> I notice with the
1: the, uh, the Osmo that you really need to mix it because it totally separates. The oil from the wax you
3: know oh really okay
1: oh yeah you can really see a difference in it i've never used osmo yeah you need to just mix the shit out of it before you you start you know it's yeah. not cheap but it's not it's not cheap to buy it but
3: considering how far it goes oh yeah it's a, no, it's ex- it's a no-brainer
1: it's a, yeah it's extremely cheap
3: you know i use it for finishing <laughs> kitchen work surfaces yeah or my, you know my tables yeah. like i did that work.
1: I did that table. That table was sixty one inches by roughly twenty seven to thirty inches wide. I did top and bottom. And I gave the whole thing four coats, which is too much, I found out after. Mm. Um and I think I used about fifteen percent of the ten of a two lit- two and a half liter ten. You know? Yeah, that's a good yeah. color. Yeah. Oh it's just it goes so far, like, you know. Mm. <clears throat>
2: economy i suppose with it
1: Jay. yeah yeah especially if you're going to be using it you know on different things it's it's good to have it there you know yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. cool yeah so event eventful week then for everyone
1: yeah eventful mm-hmm. week
3: for everyone yeah. yeah yeah oh i made some co- yeah. uh, brass bowls as well i forgot about that oh i seen them actually yeah they were cool yeah Yeah, very nice i made those i kind of made those yeah. for um, kind of for the walking group um just to show, because I wanted to show um, how i take a scrap piece of brass and then the transition to different sized bowls and things. So yeah, I kind of did it for them. But I love making them, so it's it's a win-win all round. Yeah, so that's it.
0: Very good.
2: Do you want to go into a couple of questions?
1: Go for it. I think we've got one or two, have we?
2: Yeah, we've a couple of questions, yeah. (laughs) um neil stav asks what ah. project what project would you most like to take on but you haven't yet got around to either due to lacking materials needed or needing to teach yourself a new skill first
3: oh that's a good one um after you guys because i'm gonna have to think about that one
1: go on al you answer first
3: oh.
2: <laughs> i haven't thought about it um let me think um i don't know like i i it's, i know like the whole colored pencil thing was got a thing there for, for a while um and it's actually something that i've never tried um i wouldn't mind giving one a little bit of a bash you know something with a colored pencil and a bit of resin like a bowl yeah, yeah. or some you know something i don't know i don't know what i'd do with it but it would be something that i'd consider trying to do something with at some point you know it is intriguing it is interesting and mm. but then I don't know I don't know was it worth all the hassle you know I know it's kind of it was a fad and I don't really see yeah. much of it going around now Um, but I suppose I did, at the time that it was going around I was looking oh cool that'd be cool but you know
1: I did um a bottle topper thing when I had the lid with the coloured pencils oh
2: yeah it. I remember what? that
1: actually. yeah yeah what yeah. I found with it is that no, that was probably down to my inexperience with it as well. I I made a big, huge blank, and I turned a tiny little bottle stopper out of it. Yeah,
0: but, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I I was very wasteful with it, but the I suppose because the pencils aren't stabilised, they're not solid. You know, they they shattered and broke up, and then that's when you right. do, then when you do turn it, like you're probably better off to coat the whole thing in resin again. You know, mm-hmm. to seal it. Yeah, um, that's
3: that's that's weird. The mixture of textures must be odd. It is, and it. Do you know what? I found it cuts the hands off you,
1: because the oh, little really? shards, the shards flying off, flicking at you, yeah. and hitting you, you know. But yeah. uh, I, have a, I have a shit ton of colouring pencils. If you want them, I have a load of them left over, so I can send them <laughs> <on> to you. <laughs>
2: yeah, it could be a project for the future. Alright, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I'm not even sure, so sure that I want to do it. But I know at the time I seen it, I said, "Oh, that looks cool. It'd be something yeah, cool yeah, to yeah. do." But I, I don't. I don't know if that bothered by it, you know, just thinking off the cuff of what something that I might do at some point.
1: Possibly. I'd like to I uh, don't know. I might um at some it'll be after Christmas like but I might try to stabilize a couple of colour colouring pencils and see what happens. And maybe um mm. that might help if they're
3: stabilizing harder, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah possibly, possibly you know. yeah, yeah. At
3: least at least the wood would be stabilized. Yeah, actually. exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, that's probably half Cause, the battle. Because it's cheap, shy timber that they
1: use and
2: the pencils anyway.
1: You know, whatever the yeah, yeah. cheapest. Yeah. And they're not they're not cheap to buy, like you know what I mean. No, no. no. especially when you need no, no. fucking you need a lot of them. You need a lot of them, yeah.
3: Hmm. <clears throat> what about you then, Johnny? What about
1: um, you? I suppose for me, it's the the either Sanmai or um or lower layered Damascus. That'd be cool. Um, I just I'd love to be making my own because, with the way that I think and the way that my brain works, that's totally would suit me because I can come up with my own designs in the steel and then my own designs in the handle and that, then I'd be happy, you know. Yeah, um yeah. But I I neither have the skills nor the tools to do it at the moment, so I'm a long way off. I'd need to build some sort of a a forge, which I have I have drawn out plans to do it out of an old um. An old uh, wood chopper, you know, a firewood a hydraulic firewood chopper for a kind of a press to turn it into a press, um, and I need a better anvil and all that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm nowhere yeah. near, I'm nowhere near um, ready to be doing that kind of thing. But that's think, that's down the line, but it's it's on the cards.
3: I think a lot of people use power hammers for that sort of stuff, don't they?
1: Like, yeah, you can do both. Like the power hammer is good, but not a few neighbors, or nah. no. Whereas a press works mm. just as well, you know.
3: Oh, okay, okay. Um, but a hydraulic one. Oh, right, so, not like a fly press.
1: No, no, no. What what they do is they, they convert um, these log these hydraulic log splitters. Okay. And they, they convert them into a like a hydraulic press as such. Mm. So the only difference is between that and a power hammer is the power hammer is a big boom.
0: Yeah.
1: Whereas this thing is a slow press, and you just yeah, keep yeah, yeah. keep squishing until you get down to what you need, you know.
3: Just keep squishing, just keep yeah. squishing.
1: And then it's about, like, there's there's a couple of guys that they've, I think Alex Steele can do it and
3: uh,
1: Marika Mamasi and these kind of guys, they can actually draw out on, on a piece of paper their plan of how they want their Damascus to look beforehand. Yeah, and, that's insane. Yeah, they know how to fold it certain ways and will, will give them this, this effect and that's just mind-blowing for me and I love the idea of that, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's definitely where I'd like to be, but long way off yet. Um, cool.
3: I think uh, I've been, yeah. I just had a little think. Uh, things I'd like to do, but can't, or it, that was the question, wasn't it? Things you, I'd like to do, but can't at the moment. Yeah. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah so I'd like. Yeah. I guess I'd like to be able to uh, melt down a lot of my scrap copper in in larger amounts. So I want to do um, a forged copper skull. Uh, I want to do a kilogram one. Or a two-kilogram copper skull, like a big, a big one.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, so, but to do that, you need a big ingot, and uh, you need to be you able to melt down. You have a forge, don't you? A, a it's not finished. Forge. Oh, yeah, it it's not, not finished. No, it's yeah. not finished. I, I think I could probably still melt. I could, I could use the forge to melt copper, probably. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, it's getting round to it. Uh, yeah. But I definitely would like to do that. But that's a, that's like, I need a crucible um, mold. Yeah. Uh, for the ingot, and then um, yeah, make sure the forge is up and running. So I'm not far off, to be fair. Um, so yeah, I, I would like to do that though. I'd like to make yeah, be, yeah. A, a very large, and uh, maybe kilograms too small. Yeah, <laughs> maybe more like three or four kilograms. Cool. Yeah, decent size.
0: Go bigger goals
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, I started making Watch big dice. <laughs> so I, I yeah, got, yeah. got my yeah. dice up to an inch square cubed. Which is quite cool. And how are you?
1: How are you? Do you when you do the dice? Do you do them in like a big rectangular billet and then cut them, or do you actually just do them in a square?
3: Um, it depends on the dice. The brass ones, I cut that from stock. Okay. Um, but the, cop- the copper ones, the pure copper <laughs> ones, I like to melt down, which take ages.
0: Yeah.
3: And then, um, like the hell yes, hell no dice, and the fuck yes and fuck no dice, and all that, they're they're from stock. Okay. So. You know, you just mm. couldn't get that kind of finish, that machine yeah, yeah. finish um, from forging. Or well, I can't, anyway, because I'm crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but unless
1: you, you forge it out and then use the belt grinder to to tidy it up, you know, to square it on. It's just time.
3: Jigs. You jigs. Know. Yeah, it's mm. jigs. But, yeah, that's why, I di- that's why I kind of price my dice all the same, because some take longer and some don't. Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool.
2: good question yeah i like that love you (laughs) um right next one is from wood seats wood seats uh which of your tools is your best buy and which is the biggest waste of money this comes from someone who bought the 60 pound craig pocket hole thingy and still needs this still feels a bit of a twat for doing so
3: oh man in the future people are going to look back and go pocket hole jigs man they they were the way <laughs> That's the that Now we just glue everything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what so what what tool was the biggest waste of money that you got and what's the best one, so
0: um
1: I don't think I've, McKee, I've Yeah well, the Makita McKee grinder,
2: yeah, but it wasn't
1: uh, I suppose it wasn't a, a waste. I did get used sort of it while I had it. Um <sighs> fuck.
3: Oh, well, I can answer. Okay. Um, my answer is for that one is uh, none of them, because it takes me eight months to dedicate, like to actually turn around and say, yeah, I'm going to spend that money. I I'll start thinking about it. Oh, I want a belt grinder or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I go, oh, I go to my wife, oh, I really want a belt grinder. And she go, oh, yeah, how much are they? Oh, 900 quid. Can't really justify the money, and I'll go like every day. I'll go, yeah, I really could do with a belt grinder, and that'll last for about eight months until she goes, fucking mm. buy it, would ya? <laughs> 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 been going on about this belt grinder for eight months, and she's, just go and buy it, and all like, that. What? Oh, really? Have I? <laughs> so no, but all my tools actually are meticulously thought out, so I don't generally get any regrets. But...
1: You know what? The, the only thing that I can think of that I that I bought and I don't use is probably a circular saw. I have the um, Evolution circular saw and i think i've used it twice and i have it about two years hmm. that's about the only thing really you know that's, still still that's handy.
0: Handy. Have funny i use mine all the time well it's still
2: handy to have it though yeah design,
1: like so. i suppose for the two times that i used it I, there was nothing else I would have done but yeah. it's just not something I, i'd have used for
3: in my workshop you know that kind of way oh yeah. really yeah yeah I use a I use mine a lot. You know, like Do you? Just, yeah, I mean, I've got a Dewalt one. It's really it's really good. Like I, like 110. A lot of my tools like, left over from my site days are a yeah, 110. Yeah. It's just brilliant. I, just, yeah. I was stripping pallets with it this week. Week before that, I was laying floor in my lounge.
1: See, when I start when I started out making stuff, all I could afford to buy was a jigsaw. Yeah. But I got really without without sounding big headed. I got really shit hot of using jigsaw. I could cut. Perfectly straight with it. So, I suppose I never really had a need for a, a circular saw then, because if I'm if I need to cut something, I normally just head straight for the jigsaw. Mm. You know, it's it's my go-to for cutting stuff. Um, right. But that's I suppose that's my down to my habits of the way I I operate. You know. Uh. Um, which I've used it twice. I think it cost eighty quid or ninety quid or something.
3: Yeah, yeah, cheapest chips. So. so.
1: What you ask?
2: well. It's not as cheap as the I have. I've got a Parkside one. <laughs> I think it
3: was,
2: I think it was thirty quid in, in uh, Aldi or whatever it was. Oh, I was just going to say yeah. Uh, Parkside, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's a battery one as well. So I've got um I've got two batteries there, and it's great stuff about that is they're all interchangeable batteries yeah. as well. So are the batteries handy. any good? Uh, yeah, they're grand. They do last a good while. Um. Yeah. And and even the 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 saw has a laser sight on it as well, which is, yeah. is pretty funky for the price. Of it, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, L- I, I, like what, like a sniper has... rifle? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just point and click. Yeah, but um, yeah, it it's grand, but it hasn't got a great bit of oomph out of it. I I do have a a, a corded skill saw one. And I, I'd kind of jump at that before I would the other. Yeah, but yeah. the other is handy because, you know, if you mm. don't have power, you can just, you know, you can bring it with you. Like, you know, it is handy that way. But I suppose for me, the, the, the best thing I got was the lathe. you know, because I, I find a lot of enjoyment out of that. And that's yeah. the best bit mm. of machinery I have. Um, and probably the most expensive bit in here as well. But um, I can't say I've ever... Well, and really, that I've regretted buying all the little bits and bobs that I have, I you know are are great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I know, yes, there is one or two things I might only use once or twice in a year, um. But I still, I'm happy to know that they're there if yeah. I do need them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I can't, I can't say I regret anything that I have. Like, could be a few glues and stuff that I do regret buying, not power tool wise.
0: Yeah
3: i guess like but my i think my biggest regrets are like as going back to when i was an apprentice and buying those sort of cheap go-to tools that you need to get you out of trouble because you didn't have a yeah. lot of money but like, if i was to do it all again i'd go now nah, bollocks like buy rather than buy 10 shit things buy one good thing and that'll last your lifetime which you know it's standard
1: yeah some people don't have it though that's the thing you know aldi has opened up a uh a huge opportunity for people that just don't have the money to, to be able to tip away and buy tools that they can afford, you know? Um, so it's great that way.
3: Yeah. I mean like the, like my bandsaw, I think that's an Audi bandsaw, Audi or little, whatever it was. i like, I just needed a little cheap shit bandsaw just to cut out small things. I don't need a, I don't need a big one. I'm not ripping huge, great big slabs of timber. Yeah. Yes. No, not yet. Next (laughs) year. Well, but
2: as you say that they have opened it up, it is great because people yeah. can buy bits and bobs. They can make stuff with it. They can sell that. When they sell their stuff, they can invest in better tools.
1: Then,
0: yeah. you know,
2: like it's, yeah. it's a nice, it's a nice lift up for people, you know, they've,
1: and
0: they've,
1: they've really got into the, um, the addictive side of people's personality where you can't walk in there and walk out without buying something like, <laughs> you know, whether it's a, a box of screws or a, set of cotton discs or you know mm. you'll always come up with something
3: <clears throat> i got um last time i was in there i got those uh, you know those um multi-tools the oscillating multi-tools
0: yeah yeah
3: i got a pack of blades <clears throat> from there and um yeah they're i can't i seriously i have no complaints i think they're yeah. absolutely brilliant i i had to when i was doing that wooden floor last week i had to rather knock the skirting off i decided in my wisdom i'd cut all this all round the skirting so the wooden timber Floor would like slip underneath the existing skirting rather than knock it off and buy new skirting. Yeah. Which took it took me a day, but I did it in one blade around the whole room.
1: That's
3: right. sorry like, no, That's ridiculous good.
1: It's really good. Yeah. So, yeah, not,
2: no they're actually pretty good quality gear.
3: Yeah. 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 They are definitely for the price. Uh, that's like five quid as opposed to thirty quid. You know, that's it's a no-brainer. Yeah.
2: Right, before you go on all about your tools, there is another tool question from uh, Make Fail Repeat. Um, next year, after society has crumbled and we're all living in a Mad Max style, post apocalyptic world, what tool will you be glad you bought and still have in the shops or when we had shops? <laughs> <laughs>
0: knife
3: sharpener. A knife sharpener. That's,
0: yep. <laughs> 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 That's a good one.
3: That's a good one. About hammer. You well hammer you love that hammer you do yeah You're honest to god love that hammer well i have three
2: hammers here and i've i've about four and work so yeah i'm a, I'm a hammer man <laughs>
3: <laughs> mine's well, my well, new draw knife that i bought at the market last week just oh. I, I haven't shown anyone this draw knife yet it's like it's my new thing my new toy like, i love it so yeah. much yeah
2: I'd love to give one of them a try. I've never actually tried. One. Yeah, I've
3: never used one either. Uh, I've got two now that I got from the market. Um, Fifteen quid each. Uh, the first one had a little, um, what well, you know, they on the ends of the handles, they they rivet them shut, kind of over a washer. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. So some guy had obviously like had the handles off at some point, and one of the rivets was riveted over an eighteen seventy one uh, sterling silver German coin like it's wow. just oh, it's wow. lovely and it's a Mar- it's a marples draw knife as well really old cool uh, yeah been butchered on a grinder full of woodworm and, and like rust on the ferrules but oh man so nice
1: yeah it sounds up a- too
3: but my new one my new one's uh, in better nick but yeah it's really nice
1: cool so while Al is defending himself with a hammer and I'm defending myself with a sharp knife Nate's going to be taking the bark off
3: trees yeah. I didn't realise it was a kinda of zombie survival question, but <laughs> That's
1: what I took out of it.
3: <laughs> I guess he's, he's gonna be making beers. <laughs> I'm still I'm still good with it. I reckon it's a good tool to like yeah, Mad Max people. It's good.
0: <laughs>
2: uh Way Word sixty eight says, Out of the three of you, who's the biggest
3: tool? <laughs>
0: Nice. Nice. <laughs> no, I knew this was... <laughs> right, I'll tell,
3: you what I've, I'll tell you what I've written down in my notes, right? Here it comes, right? Uh, <laughs> See, this the is just
0: another just, excuse just
1: the to fa- bully me. <laughs> <There>. <laughs> the fact that you have notes makes you the biggest tool. <laughs> I, I'll have notes, but he, he has to, because he has to keep the questions, because we're fucking idiots. So, he the has, fact that you
0: have notes. Has,
2: yeah, and he has no pants, and he has notes.
0: Yeah, fine.
3: (laughs) Uh, Not talking to you either.
0: (laughs) You kind of have to talk on a podcast.
1: I don't, so he's got Um, his sulking face. I don't know. Stop sulking.
0: I'm
3: not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right, we go on to the next one then. Why were 168 also asks, are you going to have a section on the show called Ask Sharky in the future? He's already got it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, he's banned.
2: Why? Jesus, him. I can't ban him. He's our biggest question giver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I have
2: to
1: talk about. I, I don't know. think he even listens to the show. I think he just asks questions just for the crack. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That would actually be hilarious if that was true. <laughs>
0: that could
3: surprise me. Maybe, uh when you're off being selfish, me and Johnny will get Sharky on then.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, right, Brothers
2: Make, um, what's it say? Have you all paid off your re-mortgages required for workshop extensions necessary just to have enough space to put a Shark Attack 1979 sticker on the wall? <laughs>
1: You could just use it to re-roof the the workshop. It's perfect.
2: Yeah, I, I was actually I was actually thinking of getting out straight forward them together and just building a new house out of them just to live in.
3: <laughs> Did I tell you about my shark attack sticker <laughs> story? It was really windy one day and the, and the doors were open on my workshop and the sticker flew off off, off the door and. It was blowing down the garden. I look back and the sticker's blowing towards me. I can see this fucking great big shark coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: ah!
1: <laughs> fucking things are like parachutes.
3: <laughs> um, um, I, I, um, my workshop didn't cost me a lot. I just mostly saved materials from, from my building days, so. Hmm.
2: Not a bad way to go. Yeah. yeah. Um... Brothers, Mike asked another question. Um, is there an element of making that you prefer to do hard or unconventional way simply because you enjoy the process?
0: Uh,
2: would you prefer to cook corners, I suppose? Or would you like to do things
1: uh, the do right what? way? Like, I suppose nah. the right way is very open to interpretation. Like, I know there's a lot of knife makers out there like Big knife makers, big name knife makers. And they're using, you know, mills and CNC's and stuff like that um, to, to profile their blades and to get their bevels and all this kind of thing. Um, I kind of like doing it the way that I do it. I don't think I'd ever, I wouldn't mind a mill to, to do things, more decorative things, you know. But for the basics, no, I like I like doing it the way it is, which is obviously more time consuming and harder because you're doing it by hand. But yeah, I kind of like that. You know, it, it's just a more personal That's, touch, I suppose.
2: This is a, uh, this is a podcast called "The Make Your Own Way."
1: Yeah, mm.
3: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I think um, I think it's the same. I just I, when I first started like raising brass and copper bolts i didn't know what i was doing i just dished out a bit of oak and started whacking it i don't <laughs> goes yeah. in the goes goes under the blowtorch to anneal it and then i just just made it up i don't know i didn't didn't look at any videos i just decided i was going to do it and i did it yeah you know we're all clever people we can figure out i don't need some old twat from 20 years ago wagging his finger at me going don't do like that boy <laughs> he he didn't beat it nah, exactly fuck knows what he did to it i don't care I,
2: d- I don't think personally that I do anything on a turn and matter conventional. Uh, it's everything I do is kind of my own way. I did kind of yeah. teach myself how to do it. Now, granted, I did have a bit of experience laid wise with metal work blades from uh, my my uh, fit and apprenticeship.
0: Yeah, cool. Uh,
2: so I, you know, I I did use them, um, but, but wood turning is very different. It's a different kettle of fish to metal work but yeah. um, yeah. well, it did uh, I suppose it, it did I did kind of have no fear of going on it I know some people might have a fear when they start on a machine the thing spinning around quite fast but it didn't bother me that you know yeah, yeah. and I was able to just stop in and, and I was yeah. petrified I was petrified of it you would be in the beginning but you'd get over it. but I didn't have that fear because I'd already got that over yeah, that got over it yeah and a metalwork metalwork lathe will really kill you. Never mind a woodwork one. Oh really? So, uh, oh yeah, yeah, kill you. Stone dead it was. <laughs> what,
1: what? Why is why <laughs> is about, that what, as opposed to the other dead? Yeah. What
3: What is it about uh, metalworking uh, lathe that's so dangerous? But compared to a woodwork um, working lathe,
2: awful lot more power, awful lot more weight, and uh, there's an awful lot more that could go wrong. Um, I I remember when I I had to go to it's a thing called FOSS through tr- your apprenticeship so you do a, um, a phase in college and a phase in work then a phase in college and that's kind of the way it goes and uh, we were in a basement and there was I think there was six lads set up and um, you, you go down the stairs the stairs turns and then you have kind of three lads right in front of you and I remember I was in the one kind of closest to the wall, the kind of furthest away from the stairs. There's a guy in the middle. He was after putting, uh, I think we were doing brass work actually, a big two and a half inch thick bit of brass Mm. on the chuck. And the chuck keys are huge. I mean, they're probably about 10 inches wide and you just lock it in at the chuck. And you have to remember to take the chuck key out of the chuck.
0: (laughs) <laughs>
2: because it sits in a square, like you know, it sits into it. And uh, of course, this guy didn't <clears throat> turned his machine on. It went straight up to full power and flung this chuck key The fella behind them ducked, and oh. there was somebody coming down the stairs. <laughs> no, and they, were, they were blessed that that didn't hit them, or they would have been brown bread. They wouldn't yeah. have survived that. Like it was oh. like a bullet, like flying across the room. It was unreal so yeah no they're just they're dangerous machines but you know if you treat it right they're not dangerous do you know that yeah. kind of thing you, you have to have your wits about you
3: bit of respect I won't get one then <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> just stick to the woodwork and you be grand
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> stuck all my fingers uh, <laughs> uh, Neil Stav uh, asked then have you lot done any aluminium casting and if so, how hard/slash easy is it to make your own forge and mould? I want to make my own Stormbreaker axe for the garden.
0: <laughs>
3: well, aluminium will melt as easy as you like. You know, yeah, it, yeah. I've, I've done a bit, like a, a little bit. I, I made some aluminium bow ties for a project and casted them. Um, I just carved out a lump of wood and like carved the uh, the shape I wanted, poured it in. Mm. So I think as long as you can get it to cool quick enough that's okay in yeah, that yeah. scenario but um, green sand casting is easy with aluminium like easy
1: like when i when i built my forge i i looked into it in a big way because i i planned on making a forge that was um a furnace as well for for um melting down metals and doing it that way and i looked into yeah. the the green sand and i looked into casting with um with foam and all this kind of stuff yeah but to be honest it's extremely hard to get the bits that you need over here um like you were to get the the like to get the sand here is very difficult you know um Mm. to the point that the amount of money that it would cost on shipping from the uk because you're buying you know you're buying a good few kgs of it to use it No, you can keep reusing it but you still need a lot of it yeah um it wasn't worth it i I even started looking at recipes to make my own because you can make your own green sand Mm -hmm. but like the plan was to get big into casting as well and to be honest i just enjoyed the knife so much i never bothered um there's still there's a couple of little projects i want to do with knife handles and stuff with regards casting but nothing nothing major like but you know all information is out there on youtube and stuff the amount of information on casting is yeah there's an awful lot
3: there yeah an awful lot i watched one guy he um he went he went down the beach basically he he um, melted his, his aluminium on the beach um, um, like with burners and cast iron pans yeah and he um he was like a table artist and he would carve into the the sand like he'd poke down for table legs and and then make these intricate shapes and patterns in the sand cool and then just cast his aluminium straight mm. on the beach and then dig out the project afterwards yeah yeah that's so so cool but i mean that goes Very to show cool. how you know how easy it can be
0: yeah
3: or it yeah. Might, actually uh, thinking about it, it might have been pewter because that, that oh,
1: right it, okay so, yeah. i i i experimented with that a little bit um just in cracks and wood and stuff like that just to see how it'll look you know mm-hmm. um but it's tricky you need to get it all done in one pour and you know it didn't really fuse well with itself and then it kind of squashed the wood around it and you know it, it's tricky but with a bit of work you you know you could there's
3: a lot you could do with it yeah, I mm. think there's um, I think aluminium holds its temp its temperature more than something like pewter or um. Yeah. There, uh, there's another one that melts really low, like chinesium stuff. I, I don't know what it is, but um, that that gives off its heat a lot a lot quicker. Okay. So it doesn't scorch your wood, but it looks like aluminium <clears> and basically. <throat> you know. Yeah,
2: but, uh, uh, aluminium's a really good conductor of heat. It, it'll yeah. it'll melt very quick and it'll low low melting temperature and that, as you say you can you can do it with a torch you don't yeah. need a, a you don't need a anything for a forge for it or anything like that so mm. i've never cast it though i've never done any cast and it would be something that would be cool to do though yeah
3: i bet you could turn it
2: oh, oh yeah yeah aluminium yeah you can yeah yeah ah. but, um What's his name? Uh, Carl Jacobson did a cool bowl, um, the murder bowl, it's called. I can't remember who cast it. Was it Peter Brown? But it, yeah, it was Peter Brown. And it was uh, all aluminium shavings in, really um, cool. cast in black resin. And oh, cool. um, as he was turning it, he had to put on a pair of gloves. It was cutting his hands to shreds oh, from really? all the swarfs. Uh, yeah, but it, it was very cool looking,
3: though. Yeah, I think I've seen that done with um, brass shavings as well. That looks really, really cool. Casting like, resin.
1: If it was me and I was trying to do a hammer, um, I'd probably cast bigger than what I needed and then carve it back. All oh, right. And, you know, I'd probably use a Dremel or a, a rotary tool or something to carve it back to get the design that I wanted, um, as opposed to trying to create a mold to to give you the detail that you wanted on it. You know, mm. but personally, I'd probably find that easier to do it that way.
2: Isn't there um, silicones out now that you can uh, cast into? Yeah. that Will
1: yeah.
2: they'll take the temperature? Everything like
1: the ones, the the silicone molds that I made when I was doing the skulls and stuff. Um, the brand that I was using, I can't think of it off the top of my head now. Um, fuck it, what was it? But their brand, they had about five different types of silicone, and it, it was down to temperature and mm. temperature and flexibility. Um, yeah, yeah. Some of them would be more flexible, but they'd be lighter. And then as you go up along, you can get ones like there was one that I remember looking at it. Um, I can't remember now off the top of my head what the numbers were, but the, the melting point of copper, the silicone in this silicone in particular could take the the temperature, of the melting point of copper. So bloody hell! Yeah. So you know it was uh, smooth on. That's the one. It's like twelve hundred on. degrees. Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, um, smooth um, on yeah. was the brand so yeah uh, but it's not cheap stuff that's the that's the fucking problem you know you'd be looking at a couple of hundred quid you'd be looking yeah. at a couple of hundred quid just to um, to make your mould Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> you steal
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's stealing a knife from the van again he's got no pants on leave him alone I'll ask the next question anyway. We're right now to come back. Uh, Actually, no, I'll come back to that one because we need Nay for that one. (laughs) Uh, Do you know? Sorry, this is Neil. Are you there?
0: Are you back? He's back. Are you back? Hi. He's back. He's back.
3: Oh, I started asking myself questions.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can go back to the one I was on. Uh, Kenneth Runner, uh, who's more of a twat, Boris Johnson or Donald Trump?
1: (laughs) 6-0-1, really, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) does not mean the world can answer that, really, but uh, I'm glad neither of them are over us anyway, Johnny.
1: Oh, that's for fucking. Sh- well, do you know what? Our sort of fucking wankers aren't much better, but. Oh. Yeah, at least they're only fucking with us. Um, I'm back. They're both kind of the same, really, aren't they? You know. Yeah,
3: yeah. Did you did you hear my question there? Did you? Yeah. Don't do politics. Don't do religion. Fuck them all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright.
2: Uh, Trail Building asks, do you know if it's possible to remove skin from a family member's backside and graft it onto a non-family member, asking for a friend. Sorry, arse skin for a friend.
3: (laughs) I like
0: Uh, that guy. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I don't think it's possible.
1: (laughs) Well, someone needs needs to look into it.
3: I could manage it, a bit of on site side surgery, well, like Johnny you're
2: you're gonna have to be the closest one that we have to a nurse you know you're, you're a fireman, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you think <laughs> in in my totally unprofessional capacity um i I don't know I don't know it's it's possibly but more than likely your body's gonna reject it, and you'll end up with an infection, you know especially if you do it out the back with an electric planer
0: oh you know ah, move
2: on Yeah. <laughs> but, but maybe they want to give that uh, uh, non-family member an infection so maybe that's what Possibly.
1: they want maybe that's maybe that's their goal then go for it yeah but if listen if they do do it tag us we want to see what's going on <laughs> I don't just especially Nate no. yeah tag Nate he loves oh, all yeah. the gory stuff
2: Uh, where are we now Uh, wayward168 asks um, would you say you live your life with the grain or against the grain could be a making question too well I'm
0: definitely
2: against it
3: anyway yeah I'd be the same I was fucking right (laughs) totally totally against the grain like 9 to 5 fuck off you know it's not happening life's too short (laughs) Just not just that.
1: I find ever I do everything the the diff the difficult way. I yeah. do everything the hard way. So yeah,
3: no, definitely against the grain. Yeah, against the grain.
2: Isn't there some podcast called that? Uh, against the grain. I don't know. Um,
3: rubbish. <laughs> Mr.
2: Nerd Coffee. um As makers, who has been your biggest influencers? Other than your wife and kids, added that last bit just in case they're eavesdropping on us on us all. Um, <laughs> mine would probably be at Sayak Kangans. I can't even pronounce that. <laughs> uh, Reclamations, a very talented artist, uh, and I've assisted for the past few years. So well, who's your who's your maker inspirations?
1: I'm keeping mine until they shout because mine is actually my shout
2: so okay
3: right nate anybody inspiring you um pinterest, <laughs> pinterest. <laughs> um i don't know i just um i think i kind of started all this before um <clears throat> or before, before i kind of knew anyone like maker wise i was i wasn't on instagram i didn't know anyone I, I was just sort of i felt like i was doing it on my own you know so yeah, I, don't know, I kind of made it all up as I went. I, I didn't really have anyone, just just a just a drive to create stuff. Um, hmm. But I guess now that I've found Instagram, then there's, I've got loads. You know, yeah, I, sudden, think, uh, yeah. I, I think I draw inspiration kind of, from
1: everyone. Yeah, we all kind yeah. of get a little bit of inspiration from everybody.
3: Yeah, I mean yeah. Like, like the HDPE stuff. I got you know I was introduced to that from Brothers Make. They I never would have touched it if it wasn't for them. Um, hmm like brass carving and everyday carry this guy called ocular on um on instagram uh he does loads of cool brass carvings and skulls and stuff yeah he does some it, cool oh, stuff yeah. amazing and um like the food stuff people like erica moody like they there's just do amazing cutlery out of brass and <clears throat> yeah people like that i guess I, I mean, there, there's loads I get, I get it from all over the place
2: uh, for me, I'd have to say it's it's me dad and me two granddads before him. Um, they they were all like makers before this maker yeah, movement, bunny yeah. ears. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I I just I like there's still lots of stuff from my my dad's dad in the house in 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 their house, and um, you know, lots of stuff he carved and stuff, and he was very talented, you know, and he wouldn't have had, you know the best of tools he wouldn't have had every yeah. tool mm. just had a few bits he worked with um, used to carve lovely uh, Irish harps um, like little wooden boots and stuff and made them into ashtrays with a bit of uh, like a copper cut off you know probably out of a pipe or something and just hammered the shape into an ashtray mm. um, yeah there was lots of cool stuff like that you know and then I grew up seeing all that stuff so it kind of you know that's what I wanted to, be, to do I wanted to make like they did so they would have been my biggest influencers, you know, and then I would have watched social media and stuff. Um but I I, I really only started watching a lot of social media after I got into wood turning. Um mm. like, I didn't really use Instagram all that much. I didn't really look at YouTube all that much. And yeah. now that's all I've got. So so yeah, no, that's, it's that's that's all that's influenced me. As you say, it's everybody, you get a bit of influence from everyone.
1: Do you yeah. know what? I, I used to avoid um, <clears throat> I used to avoid YouTube like the plague. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I really did because I find it such a fucking rabbit hole. Mm. Um, you know, you log in to, to watch people that you know, watch their videos, and next thing you know you're watching drunk Russians knocking each other down and stuff. It's just <laughs> I, I find it a total time suck, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. but I suppose it wasn't until I started doing the knives then I, I just started 'Cause I, I totally had to teach myself how to do it. So YouTube is the, the go to then, you know. Figure mm-hmm. out how, how people are doing stuff. Yeah.
2: Um it's, it's a good educational source. Like.
1: It's it, yeah it is. no, saying that it's it's I always class it as a seventy percent education because what I do notice is a lot of the guys leave out certain critical or crucial points. Yeah. When they're doing stuff. Obviously to keep you know, whatever it is it is that they're doing um a bit special. You know, it's sort of every Tom Dick and Harry isn't doing it. But there's some guys out there um that just give you all the information and they break it down in such a simple way. Especially guys like who I'm gonna show tonight. Um but they break it down in such a way that they'll look at something complicated and break it down to something easy for you.
0: Um
1: mm-hmm. uh, but there's there's inspiration everywhere. There's Instagram, as you say, Pinterest um youtube you know anything there's there's yeah. so much inspiration out there it's ridiculous
0: yeah mm-hmm. cool
2: all right our next one is from mm-hmm. uh EJ galati the son of a junker what is the one thing besides yourself that repeatedly causes you problems in the shop I know what mine is. It's fucking pencils. Every time I put one down, they're fucking gone. Them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: pencils.
3: Where do they all go?
2: I don't know, man. They're fucking... And I have a set of uh, markers. And I just realized I have a brand new packet over there. And I was looking for some the other day. <laughs> and I had one there. It was there. It was right on that table. I know it's fucking gone. I don't know where
1: it is. Yeah, I think there's a little, there's a little cunt living in all the workshops, and he just nicks all the pencils and measuring tapes. <laughs> little prick.
2: <laughs> That's um, elves and the elves and the shoemaker. <laughs> yeah.
1: For me, for me, the biggest thing will be time. Um, if I don't have time, I tend to rush a little bit, and when I rush, I make mistakes. So. Mm. It's the one thing that, that if if time if I'm under pressure like no I'm not always under pressure for time, but if I am under pressure for time that's when I'm gonna fuck something up normally. Um because I'm Russian. I can't give it my full attention, you know? So uh,
3: my I asked I didn't know. So I, I was sitting there like this evening and I asked my son, I said, What do you think? Mm. Um <laughs> I said to him, What do you think causes me the most problems in my workshop? And he goes, he's nine. No, he's 10. He goes, um, the hammer, because you keep smacking yourself with it. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and then the blood goes on the walls and you don't wash it off, which is what happened last week when I was laying the floor. <laughs> I was like, yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think
3: really mine is, um, it's, not, it's not time. It's, it, it's the fact that I've got things I want to do and I'm kind of so driven that I can't be asked to tidy up. So I end up in a shithole. And I kind of, because I, I run strict, uh, strictly sort of eight till four, eight till five. Mm. So not to screw my neighbors up. I, I work yeah. up until the last minute and then I can't be fucking bothered to tidy up. And then I just yeah, go yeah. out of the house. <clears throat> and, you know, I just, just drop everything and run. So that that probably screws me up more than anything else. But then I get pissed off when I tidy up. So, what? Well, there's a balance to be had.
0: Yeah,
3: uh, that's mine. I reckon. Yeah, it makes sense.
2: Uh, I hit I hit myself in the hand with a hammer the other day. I know Exactly oh. how you feel?
1: Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, know what's wrong I, I with was, you hurting
2: yourself. I I was changing the brake caliper on a train and I had to knock out this big pin. It's about two inches, and oh. uh, I was know I actually was I was putting the pin back in at this point, and um, I was swinging the hammer, my, my lovely two pound hammer that I have in work. And I caught myself right below the thumb. <laughs> and then the guy that I was working with, because there's a little tab that sticks on top of the pin, uh, he had to hold it as I was hitting the pin. And I was like, uh-huh. just so you're aware, I just I just hit myself in the hand. And he went, what? <laughs> and I swang the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you ready for a shark attack?
3: Yes. Go on. Well <laughs> fucking fifty of them it's is
2: there <laughs> no,
3: something right not. of a jingle
2: <laughs> um how do you get your creative creative juices slash imagination flowing for project ideas
0: oh um,
2: I, I, go on it's just they just come to me i I don't know I don't really do anything yeah.
1: I never um my brain is just it never turns off if that makes sense Mm. um I definitely have a touch of ADD or something because I'm just constantly the only time I'm not thinking of stuff is when I'm asleep and even at that I do keep a notebook next to the bed because I'll often dream about stuff about ideas so for me I just I'm constantly thinking of just different things what can I do with this or could I do that or you know what if I did this or like I could be flicking through Instagram and I'll see someone making a table, and that'll give me an idea. It could be one little tiny, tiny piece of the table that will trigger an idea for me with a knife handle. You know, this, this.
0: Mm.
1: I don't know. It's weird. I just I can't turn my brain off. So I suppose you have to come up with something then. Mm.
0: Yeah,
3: for me it's routine. I thought I get down in the morning and make make myself a coffee, go down the workshop about eight. Flick the music on, and if at that point I don't know what I'm doing, I'll just stand there and have a look around because I, I, I surround myself with like all my cool materials. All you know, it's all there. I can see it all. And and if I still don't know what I'm doing, then I'll just play. Have yeah, a play. Yeah. Light the forge up. Have like stop. You know. Think about. I don't know. Well, just. I'll, I'll
1: You've kind of got your your um, your staples, though, don't you? The, the stuff that you can fall back on to,
3: Yeah, yeah, to totally. tip away Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I can, I can just, yeah, I can. I can just go straight straight over my stock list and go, okay, I know I sell those. I haven't got very many. I'll just make them. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty straightforward that way. It's taken like, me a so, long. So, me a long time to get there. Sometimes if I, if
2: I don't have. Anything in my head of what I want to do, I might come out and just throw a lump of timber on the machine and let the wood tell me what it wants to be. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You
2: know, it, I'll start cutting into it, and I'm like, oh, that could be actually a nice goblet. There's a nice grain, and that, or that might mm. make a nice candle holder. Or so, you know, it's it's just sometimes it's the material, as you say, you surround yourself by the material. Sometimes yeah. I need to cut in, see what I
1: want to do with it. And yeah, yeah, that, that that's yeah, that's about it, or he, that's that's the good thing about wood, though. Like you can be yeah. looking at a piece of wood, and it's not, you know, you get under the first couple of mill of it, and it looks completely different. Yeah. So yeah. you know, the the wood can dictate, like, yeah, you're not you're not going to do whatever it is you thought you were going to do. We're going to have to do something else, you know. So yeah. yeah. I
3: I also <laughs> think that's um that's that's like you being connected to your materials. You you know them inside and out, so yeah. You can look yeah. at a thing and. You know what it should be. You know, it's just just a natural kind of relationship that you've got. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, next one. How
2: many tools is too many?
1: I don't understand the question. No, uh, no, no. move move on. Weird. <laughs> Who asked? Who asked that? That's a stupid question. Who asked that? Shark Attack. No, no, that's that's. Just,
3: he he
2: already knows. He the knows
3: question. the answer to that's, that. Yeah, that's
2: ridiculous. I think maybe was he was he speaking Oscar or something? I don't know. I don't understand. Um next shark attack. Do projects in the house lose out to projects in the shop.
1: <sighs> yep. Yeah, that's a very <laughs> um that's a very touchy subject in my house at the moment. Uh-huh. I'm uh, I'm currently it's a bone of contention. I'm I'm just I'm trying to put everything off until after the show because I just need so much time to do what I need to do. So yeah, I get murdered pretty much on a daily basis at the moment. So just kind of trying to juggle between the two is hard. You know, but normally, if I'm not if I'm not under pressure for time, normally I do try to prioritise the the house stuff first.
3: Yeah. What's that saying? If a man says he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Even if it takes him one year, he'll get round to it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no. no
2: need to hustle every few weeks.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
2: um, yeah. do you guys ever play any sports or was it always making
3: for you um, I was always shit at sports like completely shit I took out football when I was nine like a very late starter was crap at it skips a generation like football you'd think, you'd think mm-hmm. with a name like Wilshire you would be a decent footballer but you know it doesn't happen <laughs> um I I found jujitsu at 22 and like loved it and I was good at it and like smashed it like I was I was really good at it and ended up um having my own club got my own black belts and yeah you know, I, I loved it I was just so into it but it took me ages to find like a sport that I was good at it's not a yeah. sport it's not a sport but you know what I mean um, that is. it's physical yeah it's physical but
2: it's 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 more of a sport than darts is.
3: No, that's true <laughs> <laughs> now, now there's a sport I could get behind it's in the pub it's hazardous for other people I suppose if I was to play yeah, but that's it that's me I was always crap did you ever do anything Johnny did you ever play sports um, I don't you do swimming.
1: <laughs> swimming was kind of my thing I never I never enjoyed football or soccer or anything like that um Swimming was my thing. I, I did a lot of triathlons there for a few years. Um, I got wow. really fit. I enjoyed it. I I did, but the, the cycling and the running just don't, they're not, I'm not the biggest fan, but the swimming, I do, and especially long distance swimming, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, I haven't done it now in a long time, but yeah, it's good because it's, it's another thing that's kind of headspace, you know, you're on your own in the, in the water and you're just switched off from everything. All you just got to do is just plod along and, you know switch off so what about you have? uh
2: I, I i wasn't much into sports um i did play one uh gaa football match and one hurling match i scored a goal in both and i never played it again
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so so you're a complete winner
2: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I retired winning um yeah. superb I did. I I did play soccer. Um, I took it up when I was like fifteen or something. I know a lot of the lads were playing it from a lot younger than that, but I I I I um I was probably just a bit too fat to go around playing it to be honest. with you <laughs> But um I um now believe it or not, like I was probably at the same height as all the other lads <laughs> when I was that age. I wasn't this short. Well, I was this short. This was the height I was, and um. Yeah, I used to play football for Chelster United, and uh, I actually got in the paper. There was <laughs> the paper was there one time taking photographs, and I, I was a midfielder, and um, I got the, I was actually off sick uh, from school, and my mum bought the paper, and I seen the team photograph, and I was like, oh, that's cool, yeah, yeah, yeah," but I didn't know the middle page was missing out with the newspaper that she got, and when I went into school all the lads were all like, oh my God, did you see your picture? I was like, yeah, did you? it was very good. Yeah. The, the lads and the <laughs> No, the picture. And I was like, what? And one of the lads had it in his bag. He took it out. There was a center page photograph with me on it. A big oh, blown wow. up. And it was, uh, it said, uh, Roy look lookalike. <laughs> 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 and um, uh, it was gas. And I, I had that, I, I, I got the, the paper, so I don't know, we had it at home, and then one of the lads off the team wanted to borrow it, and he borrowed the paper, and I never saw it again, so, (laughs) so my one claim to fame for football, they don't have it
0: anymore, (laughs) uh,
2: yeah, no, uh, what happened with that was, is one of the, the, the fella who was managing the team found out that I had asthma, I didn't tell them that I had asthma, and he wouldn't play me anymore. So I was left sitting on the sideline, oh, and I got a pain in my arse but it, and I went fuck that, because it yeah, didn't yeah. affect me. Do you know what I mean? I was still yeah. play, able to play ball, um. But when he as soon as he found out about that, I was sidelined, and that was the end of me. So I just lost interest in it then. So that was the end yeah. of my fucking sports. But um, ah, it was cool while it lasted. <laughs> uh, right, okay. This is gonna be a difficult one to figure out. Um, Neil Stav asks what colour does a smurf turn when
3: you choke it It's a fucker (laughs) (laughs) um purple (laughs) and I'll know why as well because when you choke the little fucker all all the blood goes to the surface of the skin and the capillaries burst so uh, assuming he's got red blood red and blue make purple okay I like it hashtag research yeah See, that's yeah. what the notes are for. Top tip choke a smurf, send it purple. <laughs> Just going to start hey.
2: calling you Gargamel
3: now. <laughs> yeah, I call it Gargamel.
2: <laughs> uh, now, we're down to our last question. Uh, AE Woodwork uh, sent us a question. Um, apart from tools, what are you mortally afraid of? Snakes, heights, etc. Also, what's the weirdest phobia you ever came across?
3: Oh, trypophobia. That's that one—the fear of holes. Oh the my holes, God! Yeah, that's
1: yeah. Of, that's weird, isn't
3: it? Google that. <laughs> <laughs> don't.
0: Yeah, you don't the,
2: isn't there ones where people are uh, have a phobia? Of people eating cotton or something, chewing cotton. Huh? Yeah, you know, like uh, cotton wool. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, not, a, yeah.
2: that's not a phobia. Is it? it is. Yeah, apparently it is.
3: Uh, yeah. I don't want to do it. Great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go chewing cotton wool, but what are you afraid of, Ned? Um, don't like hornets. They're fucking scary. Like,
1: yeah, but what have you got a, a phobia with? What What really fucking terrifies you?
0: Um,
3: I don't know. Nothing really. I don't want to drown. There's things I don't want, don't don't want to happen. But yeah, I'm, not yeah. pe- I'm Not petrified. I don't let anything like scare the shit out of me. I don't, um, I don't know. I don't want to cut anything off. Like you know, <laughs> I've, got, I've got respect for tools. But I'm not scared of them. I'm like I'm, I'm a little bit scared. It's more respect than it is fear. I'm not. Yeah. Like, don't lay awake at night thinking, "Oh fuck, what if I chop over chop off my pointy finger? What am I going to do? I will be able to pick my bum." But no, it doesn't scare me. <laughs> what um, you
0: add?
2: um I suppose. Uh, and it depends on the size and the type. Um, spiders, um, like, big fuckers w- would give me the willies. Mm. I, I don't know why. It, it, like, it's not like they're actually going to do anything to me. Like, I'm fucking, I'm a 100 times the size of them, if not more. And, uh, yeah, they, they kind of just give me the willies. I think it's just the way they move. I don't know.
1: That's just because we're in Ireland, though. We don't have any spiders that can really fuck us up, though.
3: Yeah. Yeah, oh. true. You know? I went to they, Australia and there was some fucking freaky shit out there. And that, yeah, I mean that's that is freaky. they're, they're properly properly. Is it the,
1: what's, what's their, is it the the hunter spider? Is that there? They've got loads it's of a got loads of
3: dodgy ones.
1: Yeah, fuck that. No but,
3: in fact, Neil um Neil Stav, who's been asking all the funky Smurf questions, he he um he did a stint in Iraq and he was on about camel spiders the size of a uh, a shovel. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that. they're fast. You know, and apparently the British military mm. goes, "Ah, oh, there's no such thing." And it's like bollocks, there is, because we, <laughs> we used to play golf with them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they carry the they carry the bags.
3: Yeah, but imagine that though—a a fucking spider oh, fuck the that. size of a fucking shovel head running towards you. He said they're fast. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. That's that's freaky. Yeah. Don't know if it mm. like jump on your face like a face hugger from Alien. Like, fuck that. Yeah. That, okay there you go that freaks me oh face hugger fuck him <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, are you Johnny Um, unfortunately no I, I I don't have any phobias that I've encountered yet I'm not afraid of heights I'm not afraid of fire or I'm not claustrophobic or anything like that but I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing I think a, a bit of a fear is, is a healthy thing you know it's it's you know, it's it's good to be afraid of stuff.
0: Um,
1: uh, yeah, I, I, there's nothing really that puts the shits up me. Unfortunately,
3: Ooh. what about a rat <laughs> like crossed with a spider? Is but, it well? Do you know what things like that? Like I, the thought
1: now of a fucking one of them fucking cannibal spiders walking across my face, like obviously I wouldn't like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't put the shits up me. I you
3: what, know. What, I've got one. What about that uh, little fish in Brazil, a conaru, that swims up your japs' and, like, whacks out little spikes so you can't pull the fucker yeah, w-
1: out? Yeah, I wouldn't be a fan of that either, but it, I'm not going to lie in bed at night worrying about this little fucker trying to swim up my becker. like,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? It's
1: not a, it's not a, a phobia as such, it's just, you know, you just dislike it, like, you know, Yeah, yeah. If, a, if, if a fucking camel spider decides to break in the door here some night, you know, I'll, yeah, let's have a go. Come on, bring it. You know, but I'm not gonna be li- I'm not gonna lie. Lie in bed, fucking worrying. Um, I don't know. I think. It, I think it's a good thing that you that people have certain phobias and stuff, and that they're you know fearful of certain things. Yeah, because um, it can get you in a bit of trouble. Trust me, if you don't.
0: <laughs>
1: so, <laughs>
2: cool. Shall we go on to our top tips? Up tips. yeah we up, have up, a on. lovely new we have a lovely new jingle as well so uh we'll yeah we gotta um
1: we gotta say thanks to mr jeffrey smith for um for doing the jingle for us. i was on to him a couple of weeks ago um somebody gave me his name thanks jamie um in regards because i was looking for a, a peaky blinder style um top tips so i got on to jeffrey and uh in fairness, he came. He came through <laughs> like a fucking trooper. It's awesome. So enjoy, <laughs> boy. Sit down, shut up, and fucking
2: listen. It's time for some fucking good tips from the boys. By the order to make your own way podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've right. been
3: binge, be binge be, watching be, that. Uh, yeah, I have got be, one top tip. Oh, I've been um. I'm so excited. Oh I've been watching the Peaky Blinders, like like binge watching it when I can. <clears throat> um, so that's cool. Um yeah, my top tip top tip this week and um, probably my first one in all fairness, is um stropping knives. Um previously I've been using leather with um a bit of that green cutting compound on it. But I saw a really good one and it works really well. Strop your knives on a sheet of corrugated cardboard. It's really really cool because a nice like kind of i guess it's a little bit like gives a little bit of tiny like a, a toothy kind of edge like really fine but uh, yeah that's a really good one uh and i like it i've been playing with that this week so it's good sharp as hell cool who
0: you
1: johnny on um i just fucking forgot mine Oh, go on, okay. you go, Al. I can't remember what I said. What I was going to say. I was too busy listening to Nate because I have I have one that kind of backs up Nate's thing. Um, go on, I'll give you that one. Um, you can sharpen a knife on the underside of a cup, a ceramic cup, yeah, or a plate or a bowl or something like that. I don't think it was ceramic, but if you go to the underside, it won't have a glaze on, you know, the ring around the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you rub your knife along that, it's basically a, a ceramic uh, sharpening stone, so...
2: There you go. I've done I've done that with my knife and work, and it actually
3: does work. Yeah, it does work. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's ceramic, so it's, it's, that wasn't my tip, but I, I just thought it out there when Nate was giving his. So I can't I, remember I, what my tip was though.
3: No. Well, I've got another one <laughs> leading on to that one. Um, I saw <laughs> I saw Ray Mears do this <laughs> on the side of his Land Rover. He pulled down um pulled down his window, and you know at the top of your window, you've got like a sandblasted edge. Yeah, yeah. Use that. Cool. You know, cool. if you're out and about and you uh. Yeah, if you're out and about and you, you're stuck, there you go, there's one. Excellent,
2: Joe. Cool. Uh, mine is, and a lot of people probably know it, but uh, I still see people not doing it, is if you're cutting a bolt or a bit of threaded bar, if you want to keep your treads nice, stick on a nut before you cut it, and then when you unscrew the nut, it'll put the treads back the correct way.
0: Uh, that's when the you're. one
2: because when you're slicing it, you're actually damaging the tread.
0: Yeah, so, when you
2: sc- so, yeah, when you unscrew the, the nut, it will put the treads back in the correct manner. And also, if you do want to tidy it up on a grinding stone, hold the head of the bolt up towards your own head so as the grinding stone is grinding down on the tread rather than holding it upwards because it'll actually give a better lead in on the first tread. So oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I can do that without ever putting a nut on and grind it on the, the grinding stone and the nut will just screw on you just put a nice little chamfer on the end yeah. just hold the head of the just remember, hold the head of it to your head and give it a turn and it'll be
3: grand I remember it like, to, go on. sorry, go on mate no, go on
1: because you're going you're gonna
3: to talk about Amazon, go on is that because the abrasive works away from the thread so it doesn't pull it into each it doesn't exactly. close the thread yeah
0: exactly i knew there was a way of doing
3: it like trial and error over the years i've done it and thought that worked that didn't work but never quite understood why but yeah there you go Uh, nice you could
2: actually do you could actually do it on an angle grinder as well if you held the angle grinder to the ground once Uh, you go in the direction the the stone is going yeah yeah. so yeah
1: good one yeah Hmm. um i remembered my top tip it's wear a dust mask if I don't know if you saw, I put a post up today. Um, I just all I did literally was my my dust mask, my 3M dust mask is is fucked. I need to get new filters for it. So, in the meantime, I have these disposable ones and I put a fresh one out of the wrapper today on. And all I did, I'm not joking, I had two knife blanks and all I did was I just tidied the profile on, on the grinder and I put a picture up of the dust mask and that thing was gleaming white. And it's fucking black. Mm-hmm. So the amount of shit that you can't see that's gone into your lungs, you know, is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So whether – like, and I know those disposable ones aren't the best either, um, but they're better than nothing. Exactly. So yeah. wear a yeah. dust mask, you know. It's, you, you only get one pair of lungs, so – Oh, good.
3: Yeah, and that shit's cumulative as well. It's not. It's a. Yeah. It's a slow build up that will give you lung fuck. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Exactly.
2: Shall we go and uh, call Rob to do our rants? Yeah. Buzz it. Go On Rab.
0: <laughs> For fuck's sake!
2: Right, who wants to go first, man?
1: Go on, Ned. You got your notes.
3: Uh, my <clears> rant this week. Um. Uh, Walking tours don't buy shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that took me loads of prep, man. I oh, I fucking prepped for it. Uh, must have been a day, like clearing up my workshop, the side of my workshop, making it all neat. I had to tidy the house because I I put the tea and everything in the house and put a few things out. Uh, I don't know. I made you know I bought the biscuits, pound seventy. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> so it cost me like loads of money to get there. Well, not loads of money, but loads of time and effort to get loads of people yeah. around. and they've. Yeah. yeah. But look, uh,
1: you know, like, up. Oh, yeah. I, I do too. Like we, like we were saying earlier, you don't know who's who these people are going to talk to, or you don't know, especially coming up to Christmas. You know, these mm. people could be coming up to Christmas trying to think of a um a gift for a loved one or a relative or something, and they'll they'll think Nate and they'll hit your Etsy shop and then you'll be a
3: millionaire. So, uh, yeah. You know, we don't know. To be fair, that was a, that was a <clears> bit <throat> of a jokey you ran. I really enjoyed my day and it was good. So, um, but I just thought it'd be funny. So there you go. <laughs>
1: but the other side of it is, do you know what? It could have been worth, like, you could have had 15 people there that could have, you know, all bought something off you as well. It was definitely worth taking a chance.
3: Oh, I t- like, well, you know what? At, at the very yeah. least, I tidied my workshop and it's yeah. a lovely place to be again. And, exactly. uh, you know, it's yeah. all happy days. Yeah. All happy.
1: And I give you something to talk about in the podcast.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Don't want <laughs> well, to bo- be that boring fucker who sits in the corner, do I?
1: <laughs> What's your rant, Al?
3: Uh
2: Supermarket
3: checkouts. Oh,
2: fuck you, Janet. Oh, good fuck. Oh. Yeah, it's.
1: Is it just
2: me? I don't know. Like, I go into a queue, which I think is the quickest one to go to. You know, you're not standing behind the guy with the fucking shopping trolley full up to the brim. And I'm there in this queue. And it happened today. And uh, there's, I don't know, about five people in the queue. And then all of a sudden, one of them decides, oh, I forgot to go and get fucking yogurts. Oh, fuck that, yeah. Oh, my God. What? And, you know, you're after you've put all your fucking stuff on the belt so you're fucking stuck there and you're like where the fuck are you going and then everybody's <laughs> waiting for this one to go and get our fucking yogurts and come back and which by the way are all the way down the other end of the fucking shop as far as you could go <laughs> and you're left away uh like i mean i i got in the queue and i remembered i forgot to buy uh, a multi-pack of popcorn and i was just like fuck it do you know what i mean and then I seen this happen, and I was, uh, th- that made me even more ragey <laughs> that I had forgotten something, and I stayed where I was.
3: But um, yeah, no, so that's it. Yeah, supermarket checkouts. And they then up. they, and then they pay with coupons, and you're like, fuck off. <laughs> you have
0: to, uh,
1: you have to love the Aldi ones though. The Aldi ones where they actually just fucking launch the stuff at you
3: that's what yeah, I'm like you know, calm just, down that's what I call him Janet yeah, calm down 50, Janet Jesus Christ
1: <laughs> 50 miles an hour in their fucking stuff at you <laughs>
3: there you go that's my fear fuck that yeah you've hit an owl, mate <laughs> that's, um, that's a fear Aldi checkouts they're scary yeah I think they need to get special training on that don't they what on yeah. yeah maybe what, uh, what getting you through there quick as quick as possible
0: yeah pretty
3: much it's horrendous I haven't done any uh, like proper supermarket shopping in years. I just get it delivered these days. Don't like to leave the village. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's your rant, Johnny? Um,
1: mine would be Instagram leers. we'll call them. Um, lurkers and lirers. <clears throat> They're this shower of wankers that they'll see your post. They won't like your post. They won't comment on your post but then they'll private message you after how did you do that how did you get that fucking whatever it is you know how did you get pine cones in your handle like that they look amazing and you're going okay and then you see four days later the same silly fucking prick puts up a post saying oh look here I figured this one out look at at what I figured out how to do and you're there thinking to yourself yeah you fucking Uh, cockwomble I'm after fucking detailing in 50 fucking messages how to do the fucking thing <laughs> to you privately and now you're here telling people
3: you're after figuring it out you no shout out nothing wanker
1: but <laughs> it's not just that you know it's just okay I, I get that you know okay you might want to like the post but clearly this fucking these cockwombles just go into the post read the entire post you know I look at your pictures and stuff because I've also noticed as well you know what I've noticed Fuckers that save your post, Do you know they'll save it because you know you can see your your thingy. What's it called? Yeah. Fucking thing.
2: Your profile, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: that fucking thing, and you can see that these like you know I because certain posts you'll notice you know like I, I was looking back through a couple of posts recently um, because I got this this did you see this creator thing on Instagram? So now you've got no. a you've got a no. personal profile, you've got a business profile, and you've got a creator profile. <clears throat> so it so I just got a message saying, would you like to switch over to a creator profile? It gives you more um, insights and things like that. So I thought, okay, so it gives you insights on individual posts and things like that. So especially videos, it tells you how many times your videos have been viewed, which I thought was quite cool, you know, because um, I like the, the that side of stuff. So I went back through a couple of videos, and one of them was my um, – remember that magnetic – um, knife holder that I did for showing off yes. knives. Mm. Yeah, that was that. Cool. Thing. So yeah, yeah. I went into that and I did two two pieces of ash with the magnets in the center and I put some leather over the magnets. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um,
1: to stop the basically to stop uh, bits of metal sticking to them and you can easily wipe them down, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, the video was seen fucking was it four thousand times or something like that. Oh wow! twenty two people saved the video. And 15 people shared the video. So they sent it. They private messaged it. 15 people. And that kind of got me thinking then about these fucking lurkers that that just... They don't interact with your fucking post. You know, they won't Mm. comment on it. They won't say anything. But they'll private message you then after saying, that was fucking amazing. How did you do that? Then you'll tell them how to do it. And I'm a total advocate of telling people everything. I'll tell people everything on how I do Mm. stuff, you know. Even though, like... uh, I have no train. I don't tell people this is how it's meant to be done. This is how I do it. You know? Um, and they'll go off then and say, oh, hey, I figured this out. You fucking cunt. <laughs> but anyway, so that's my rant. It just, do you know what? It just annoyed me because the last couple of weeks I've been getting a lot of it and um, it just kind of annoyed me because especially when these accounts have five, six, ten thousand followers. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to... I like to give credit where credit is due you know and, yeah, uh, I agree. yeah I agree look, fuck them rant over
2: so. that was our rant worthy <laughs> rant
1: yeah wankers
2: right Um. speaking of uh, wankers who are we going to shout out this week
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: um, I wasn't supposed to sound like that by the way my brain wasn't working
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah
1: fuck em. they can't take a joke fuck em. <laughs>
3: one um mine is uh he's um a, a top top class woodworker like live edge woodwork um like I, I've had the privilege of working with him in the past um on sites and th- uh, a few things uh, actually introduced me to in- instagram he's um he's Joe from the rustic tree company um if you guys are into timber like live edge furniture um he He's amazing. He he is so inspiring. Like he he'll mill his own timber. He'll fell his own timber, mill his own timber. He's a amazing carpenter just in general. Um but for Live Edge timber, like and the way you treat it, like turning it into tables, coffee tables, wine racks, um serving boards, he's um he's bang on. You know, he's not like one of these guys who will make an epoxy river table and
1: yeah, I've seen his and like,
3: stuff, and claim it's like the most original thing going. He, his yeah. ideas and the way he, he's got a connection with his timber, and yeah, yeah. it's great. You know, just he, he's 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 a, a lovely, lovely bloke, and you can't go wrong. You, you won't you won't be disappointed. <laughs> follow his follow his posts. Say hello from me. Um, yeah. He's a great guy. i
1: follow
2: cool.
1: him. He's, he does yeah. some cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that sounds cool. Sure. Very cool. Go on now uh my shout out this week goes to warren at scrap wood to Craftwood. um i followed warren for a good while on his youtube channel and um he's been making some cool stuff but lately he's after getting himself a laid and um he's only learning how to use it and he's diving right in there he is bashing out the projects and they're they're pretty cool you know um he's he's after doing a couple of goblets with uh, captive rings and stuff like that. And I think fair juice to him because he's only really just starting out and it's a big leap in in, in doing something like that. And, um, yeah, worthy of a shout out, uh, go and follow his Instagram and he's got a cool YouTube channel as well. So I'll put the, the link down below
1: afterwards.
3: Cool. I'll look forward cool. to that one. That sounds wicked, yeah. man.
1: <clears throat> so my shout is, no, I'm going to butcher his name it's Gader diazzi G-A-D-E-R. So you probably know him as Blackbeard Projects.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. So
1: Gader is awesome. He's, he's. Um, I'm going to call him Blackbeard because that's probably not how I pronounce his name. So Blackbeard is awesome. He's um, possibly, when I, when I started looking around in the knife world and looking at um, YouTube channels to follow, obviously, you know, there's 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 a good, Half dozen to a dozen real your staple um, YouTube channels, but with Blackbeard projects, he's so down to earth. Um, I met him over at Maker Central, and I remember when we walked into the into the hotel. Um, I walked in with Rab, Ual, and a couple more, and everyone was going, "Oh, there's Jimmy Dresta over there." He was just like fucking six feet away from us, but mm-hmm. I caught sight of of uh, Blackbeard blackbeard projects over on my right hand side and to me obviously jimmy's the fucking godfather of making but blackbeard was up there w- with him for me because the amount of stuff that i learned off his channel between restorations um he's it's it's just totally what i'm into into restoring stuff uh building your own tools making your own tools mm-hmm. And the the style and the type of knives that he puts out, he's, he's very like me, as in he'll get a bunch of materials together and he'll figure out what he's going to come up with, you know, out of it. His um, YouTube channel is excellent. He breaks everything down. He describes everything he does down to the finest yeah. little detail. He doesn't leave anything out, you know, for fear that someone else might start doing it as well. <clears throat> he explains everything. And not just that. He'll explain if he fucks up. If he mm-hmm. makes a mistake, he'll say, "This is how I fucked up," you know. Yeah. Or I think he had a video um, when he built his own stabilizing um, a vacuum chamber for stabilizing, and the video was excellent. And he described everything that he did. And then he did a follow-up video where he was stabilizing stuff for a project. And he actually explained at the start of that that the lid for his stable for his vacuum chamber actually cracked. Um, it broke down and it cracked. So, you know, he started off his video saying, you know, it fucked up. I fixed it. This is how I did it. But this is what happened. He, he's totally upfront about everything he does. Mm, yeah. Um, no, he's a really cool guy, very down to earth, and um, a very, very nice fella. Um, go check him out. He's probably, to me, he's the number one, um, would say, tool restorer, tool maker, and knife maker in on YouTube. So... Mm. Go check him out. Um, he should have some cool stuff coming up because I sent him a, a couple of pieces there during a couple of weeks ago. Um, I saw that. Yeah, so he's... You know what? One of the things, he, he just kind of slightly mentions it on his Instagram post because he's Blackbeard Projects on Instagram and YouTube. Um, I sent him a hammerhead, which we I picked up at work. Um, unfortunately, some of the calls we go to um, these little fucking scumbags would throw stones at us and things like that in certain areas Um, now it's something we've become used to they're just fucking ingrates Um, but on one of these days in one of these places they fucked a hammerhead at us and we didn't know what it was we just presumed it was stones like everything else but when I looked down I saw a hammerhead so I picked it up shoved it in my pocket and thought yeah I'll do something with that yeah
3: thanks very Um, much (laughs) yeah thanks very much exactly yeah
1: Um, any tale? Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: yeah yeah <laughs> i really need a bandsaw <laughs> um
1: so yeah so i sent that over to him so i was telling him a story he he was pissing himself laughing but obviously he couldn't say it he didn't want to say it on the um the instagram post the background to it but that's the background Oh,
3: ah, that's it. But, what it was that's cool yeah
1: so i sent him on um, a horseshoe and a couple of um, little bits that i cast i've sent him one of the blanks that i sent you as well al but yeah, um, yeah. so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can come up with because it's totally random stuff that I sent him. So hopefully he can come up with something yeah. cool, you know. But definitely go check him out. He's he's um, he's excellent. He's on YouTube and Instagram. Black Projects.
2: Good so, show. Good Yeah. Right. I think that's all we have time for, man. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm not gonna be here probably for a week or two. Um, as we're going to be due our little baby pretty soon. So um. But the show will go on, won't it, guys?
1: Yeah. The show will go on, and um, you'd never know what we might what we might have in store for you,
3: three and or four just, fellas. Um, yeah, can I just say as well, um, it's really selfish what you're doing. And, yeah,
1: it uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> we might want you back.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, best of luck with editing. Uh, okay,
3: we love you. We love you, Al. <laughs> Call him Nathan. Nathan's a great name.
1: Yeah. Nathan.
2: Um, oh
3: god. I just blew my Instagram like persona. Oh shit. You can edit that out.
2: And I just realized you're John and you're Nathan, so John Nathan. Not Nathan. <laughs> edit, <laughs> edit,
0: edit that out, please. Um
1: Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll come up with something to make it a little bit interesting for the three or four followers that we have. Um yeah. But uh, the, the all I would say is whoever we we bring is um, there's going to be bad language and some swearing, and uh, yeah, it should be fun. So be fine. Yeah, because you are not low come on the podcast if you don't swear. Don't,
3: don't worry about us, Al. Be
2: yeah, okay. Be
0: I'll
2: be looking forward to listening. <laughs> <laughs> right guys we will chat soon and uh, thanks everyone for listening oh yeah no where can we be all found we forgot oh, about
1: yeah. that yeah, yeah. see this is this this is what we need to talk about we need you know what's nice. his as his, his, unprofessional um, approach to the podcast and I
2: just came off nice kid. fuck off <laughs> 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 oh,
1: fuck me
2: right where, where can everybody find you guys
3: uh, you can find me on Instagram, um, yeah, and uh, Etsy. It's all good. Uh, Facebook if you like. That's about it. Um, don't go on my YouTube channel because there's nothing on there. I just like. There is, you
2: liar, you lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
3: tell you what, there's a, a 30 second video of me chucking down tags. I decided, like, <laughs> the first maker central when I thought I was going to be a YouTuber. <laughs>
1: Johnny. Uh, bespoke look designs everywhere all over the place and if you're about on the 1st, 2nd and 3rd of November in Dublin um, head on over to the Dublin Tattoo Convention and you'll get to see my stuff up close because photographs of knives are shit so
3: true Yeah.
2: hopefully you'll find me in a maternity hospital near you soon
3: <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not near me well, I I
1: I'll hope that your wife's going to be in the maternity as well, like not just you. Oh
2: yeah, well, yeah, well, it's kind of a shit place to be anyway, so it, I don't want to be there on my own. Yeah, no. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Alright, guys. Uh, chat
0: to is the next time. Bye. See ya. Bye. And the fuckery never ends.